Everybody, this is Hal from Tights and Fights, Pod Dad. Listen to your father because I need something from you. I need you to clean your room. I need you to eat all your vegetables. Oh, no. And I need you. You Don't give me sass, young oh, man. All right. Or lady. Uh, or if you're beyond the binary, I still need you to do the same thing, and that is go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. Okay, young person? It doesn't sound so bad. That's right. It's right. not that bad because you're going to help other members of the Nation of Conversation that don't even know that they're going to be members join. You're going to be telling people what you love about the show. And do you like merch? Yeah. Remember when I sent you to bed with no merch? No, I don't. I, I try to forget. Exactly, because it was painful. You want to go to bed with merch. I do. You want to turn your, you could have a t-shirt that you could wear on your body or make a pillowcase. That's your choice. Pillowcases are rad. Exactly. We love pillowcases. You can put your wrestle buddy in there and put him in a cocoon. Is that a euphemism? In a way. Point is, the more of those reviews we get, the closer we get to merch. So you could be like Bobby and NC, who says, five stars. That's a great start. Fun show. Agree. With charming and personable hosts. Two out of three of the hosts are personable and charming. Except for the one who's talking to you right now. Danielle <laughs> just looked at me like I was going to throw her under the bus. I was ready. <laughs> oh, please. Come on. You're everybody's favorite and you know it. Not true. Point is, it's do true. what I just said. I said non-true. That's <laughs> Daniel, not- Daniel, Daniel, yeah. it's over here. Can we not argue in front of our child? God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it my fault? No, no. The pillowcases is, though. Well, <laughs> it's kind of his fault. It's a little bit your fault. Uh, on with the show. Tights and Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and talk show yeah it's a wrestling talk show tonight well it's Mike Allen Daniel we're gonna talk to wrestling to you tonight I forgot the words fuck it I thought I could do it but I can't sorry welcome to Tights and Fights the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. Right now, everyone is completing that in their head. So He's you, like, get ready for something, yes. but you'll never know. That's you won't see it coming. <laughs> yes, all right, I remembered it fine. <laughs> I'm Blackjack Halligan Lublin. Oh, 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 I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, pansexual chocolate Danielle Radford. <laughs> okay, that's the best. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> We've been doing this show like two years. So good. That is the best that's the one best that's ever. That's the best one. Are we done with this now? Oh is this been retired? God. I think we retired. I don't now. think we can top it. I think that that has to be her name permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, according to Nick Nicholas Gray on Twitter, you're too fly to gentrify Mike Eagle. Yeah, that's too many words. <laughs> I like it. I'm definitely, look, once this podcast drops, I'm changing my Twitter handle to pansexual chocolate. I think you should. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it has to happen. So We have a special guest, the star of Irrational Fears on Comedy Central. It's comedian Jamie Fight and Float Aloftus. Ooh, I like that. Welcome to Tights and Fights, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit uh, about your wrestling fandom. Kind of a a weird one where I was, I had habitually dated wrestling fans my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. We're sorry. We're everywhere. (laughs) Personal attacks against me. I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling growing up. All my cousins could. I couldn't. And so I think I just filled that void by being around wrestling fans and being, but not attempting to learn anything about it for so long. And then in 2015, um, I got hired to do like an outsider wrestling column where I was like sought out because I knew nothing about wrestling uh, to write about it for every week for eight months. And then at the end, I would go to WrestleMania, which was in the WrestleMania 2016. So that was like my 
entry point was like because I knew nothing, I had to learn everything. Wow, and that and that was a result. You haven't looked back. I haven't looked back. No, I've like I, I'm not quite as like on top of every single thing as I once was, but. Uh, yeah, because I like I knew I was gonna like it, but I just like could put it off because of uh, spite and <laughs> yeah, because of spite. Yeah, once the paycheck sure. ended, it's like yeah, why would, yeah. You know. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to pay nine ninety nine every month now. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. The off repeated <laughs> nine ninety nine, and Wait. I couldn't invoice it anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so did they pay okay, for your well, network subscription for you? Eight months? Eight months. They Yeah, I got to invoice the nine ninety nine every damn month for eight months, and then they were just like, well, now you're just you, now you're just a part of it, so it's really into the wild. 99 times eight. It's... 79.92! <laughs> <laughs> did you... How deep, how deep down the rabbit hole did you go? As far as I could in that amount of time, because I had... I mean, I had the network, so I had access to a lot of stuff. Most of what I wrote was either from... Uh, perspective of like gender issues that were going on it, at that time because this was still like late 2015 where there's still like the vagina belt and the whole like yeah. butterfly <laughs> thing. You, you can't see me, but I'm snapping belt. into the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was this, that's a crazy point of entry to be like they wear a vagina belt. That is wild. You wear a big yeah. vagina chastity belt over your regular vagina when you're the champion. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You can't like, get in here. Your reward for winning is a larger vagina. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. why? It's <laughs> fucking crazy. All these women are vying for one more vagina. <laughs> one more vagina. Who has one more, more vagina. vagina. <laughs> it was like, who has the biggest, heaviest vagina of them all? <laughs> so I wrote about that a lot. Sure. And then I wrote about the big show a lot because I really, I really got attached to the big show. Well, we're going to talk more about Mr. Paul White in just a bit, but let's start with news of the week. WWE opened up Raw with what they called a historic announcement. Here is a clip. On October 28th, over 50 women, then, now, and forever, will participate in an event called Evolution. And that event, I am privileged to announce, will be the first ever all-women's pay-per-view. Hello. Mm. Danielle, you've cleared your throat. <clears throat> I <laughs> love this pay-per-view. I understand that. I, I think a lot of people are taking umbrage to the fact that they mentioned it was the first ever, and it wasn't necessarily the first ever, but they meant the first ever for WWE. However, Uh-oh. y'all got to stop acting like you slayed the fucking dragon. <laughs> you have to stop acting like... Oh, someone was oppressing the women. It was only 30 seconds long. The women were being oppressed, but now the women are free. It has always been your fucking company. Stephanie's like, oh, and then one day, the women were freed from their previous oppressors. Nigga, you mean your parents? <laughs> you mean your parents? <laughs> I talk on this show very often about how like WWE loves buying into its own history of things that it is 100% in control of. This isn't like when someone gets a no-hitter. This isn't like when someone pitches a perfect game on acid. Like This is, you are in control of it. It is predetermined. Y'all have writers. and you book things and so when they came when when the narrative continues to be you know we were the underdogs the women and now well then who was the overdog I'll give you a hit you call him dad (laughs) and he's standing right there in the that's what I tweeted I was like hey Stephanie if you want to know who was responsible for the divas and for the 30 30 second matches here's a hint He's right fucking behind you. <laughs> to be fair, they got him out there because they told him he had a ladder match against Steve Austin. <laughs> or Shane's coming, match. Dad. Shane's coming. Come on out. Come on, Dad. That's and, and, and it, this is one of those things I feel like I always have to do with the women because they're always painting it as this like, you know, big under underdog story. Like the women were treated like shit, and then we and then we made it better. No, y'all treated them like shit, and then we yelled at you. And now they're celebrating by sucking their own dicks. Oh, <laughs> just a bunch of just oh every every clit every dick every nip <laughs> is getting just. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? 
I just, what frustrated me more, like, because I I do agree that the actual pay-per-view is, like, net positive. I hope that it's good. I'm excited to watch it. It's going to be great. Like, I think it'll be great. Uh, The whole, like, snake sucking its own tail dick element to it is very frustrating. (laughs) But more than anything, like, the uh, Kurt Roach's uh, intro to Steph talking was so... Like, I mean, this is his tone a lot when he talks, but he has such, like, an actually vibe to what he (laughs) says, where he's just like, you've been oppressed for so long. And it's just like, ah, God, (laughs) his tone makes me want to just, like, toss him out the ring. Um, Even more so than Vince. Like, it's just, he, oh, God, he grates on me. But, I mean, by and large, I think it's a good thing. I think it's not fair to put it on the fans because, I mean, I have, like, limited within the past three years experience of fans. But I've, like, way, like, honestly, way less than I expected going into it. Like, fans have, like loved female wrestlers for as as long as I've interacted with them so the like that's a total I mean you know better than it it's a total fallacy like, yeah, like you, you like you you the thing is is they say that they're giving us what we want but it's like a lot of us forever like if you look in other promotions and in other places like women have been killing it like we make fun of impact a whole bunch but their knockouts division has been murdering rise is great like there, there are all there are so many different um, companies that are all women that are great and have been killing it and murdering it, and this is a like you said it's a net positive. This is fantastic. I hope that this kills and then they start making it yearly and then it gets to be so good that it's like a takeover where they're doing like three a year, four a year. I would love that. I think it's a great step forward. I am happy that they are taking this step. There, this roster is so deep, um, and they have so many legends who were not able to enjoy this level of appreciation by the company who can still work and come back. And I'm excited. I just like fucking. Come Calm down the Slay the Dragon talk. You were the dragon. Uh, Let's go also from Raw. We know now that Brock Lesnar is a new number one contender. Why isn't that in quotes? Roman Reigns beat Bobby Lashley to get his heat back. Thank goodness. (laughs) For the right to challenge for the universal title at SummerSlam. I mean, I feel bad for Roman. I feel bad for Roman. Why? I feel bad for Roman. How could you? He's this a is loser. not because you're giving the fans something they've already seen what feels like 500 times this year. Unless they insert Lashley into it, and I, even then. Look, I mean, ultimately, I feel bad for Lashley because he's kind of like just being used as a pawn in this. But right. even with that, it's different now because uh, Braun has the money in the bank briefcase. And I feel like. They're positioning this as something that they know fans don't want because they know that they have an ace in the hole and, and they're probably going to use it much like they used it with Seth to like pivot it on the spot. Someday someone is going to write, it, it's going to be very interesting to look back and see a, like in context when we have all of the context and we're not in the middle of this, the booking of Roman Reigns. And there are a lot of people who, because I, I feel like I have never... I have never seen where there are so many people who agree that someone is a hard worker mm-hmm. who deserves to be paid yep. and deserves the position, but has been booked so terribly that folks don't want to see it. Exactly. We're still early in this story. Yeah. We're, f- we're not far enough along. Yeah, mm. but that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't wait until the future <clears throat> when people really start breaking it down. It's such an interesting... Because, fu- again, there's no one that won't say Roman Reigns is talented, he's a hard worker, he deserves this, but... Because of the booking, people, uh, some people, not everyone, but a, a vocal, a vocal majority are not into it. He's the embodiment. It's fascinating. He's the embodiment of WWE creative digging their heels in and not giving the fans what they want. He's the embodiment of it now. So like, they have to acknowledge that in some way if they want us to move past it. I don't know. I, I want it's you. I want you to remember that there were definitely reports. Two years ago, that Triple H was one of the main people in WWE creative trying to turn Roman Reigns heel. They all get it. It's fucking Vince. Let's not put any extras on it. It's fucking Vince being stubborn, just like he was stubborn with Cena, because he thinks he knows this business as a 70-whatever-year-old better than everybody around him. And, and... I believe, just knowing what we know from uh, tellings of the stories of Vince 
on these podcasts come out from people who are around him. I think it's more to do with the contract he gave Roman than anything else. Because he looks at things very much in dollars and cents. And he gave Roman Reigns a top babyface 10-year contract. And I think that he believes he needs to have the merch numbers that a babyface does. And that's all it is to it. J- Jamie, you're somebody who's no longer invoicing the network. There, there are four different outcomes that this match can have as a main event. Here, okay. here, here they are. I'm going to lay them out real quick, and then I want to get your thought on what you would prefer oh. as someone who's not maybe as steeped in the product, the current product. Okay. What, uh, number one, Brock retains. Okay. Number two, Roman Reigns wins. Number three, Braun Strowman cashes in and wins. Number four, Kevin Owens beats Braun Strowman for the briefcase. Kevin Owens cashes in the briefcase. Kevin Owens wins the universal title. Which of those four sound most appealing to you and why? I love Kevin Owens. No, he's so lovable. And so he's he's just so, you can't not love, I I want, whatever is in Kevin Owens' best interest (laughs) is what I want for Kevin Owens. I mean, I feel like that's, one of like the last two choices are the more interesting of the two. Right. I don't know. I might, uh, you, there's no wrong answer. I mean, I'm asking yeah. your opinion. I guess. I guess. But I'll you are responsible Owens. if what you say happens. If it happens, it is totally on me, and <laughs> I'm in control. To be, yes. Yeah. Then hacked we'll know. the system, and and I made it happen. <laughs> uh, there, Roman Reigns. Like I, tr- I was trying to think of like who's like a movie star equivalent to that. Of like this is just someone who is the safest possible choice, where they're not bad at their job, they're not a bad person, but they're not really compelling, and no one really wants to watch them for too long. Like there's, I feel like there's a lot of analogs that I just am not thinking of in like music and movies of just like here's someone who's just constantly Mark Wahlberg. around. Mm. Well, Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg's a bad person. Uh, <laughs> Fair, <laughs> enough. So, Fair enough. He so, blinded a kid. He blinded, yeah, he blinded someone and he's and he's a racist and he's bad. Yeah. So, but, not that one. But, the, but like, there's... Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donnie had the right stuff, so... He did. He <laughs> did. That was the kind of his thing. <laughs> uh, let's move on to SmackDown. Okay. Guys, I mark the date. The 25th of July oh, what happened? in the year of our Lord 2018 I'm on my seat. that I decided what? that I'm into Randy Orton again. Whoa! Yeah. Hey, hey look. Yo, wow. yo, yo, yo. Come that on. Promo, that promo, that promo, mm-hmm. that promo. Yes. Did, you, did y'all, everybody see it? Did we Drop all see it? it? Did Drop we all it. see it? Like it's hot. Oh, it <laughs> made me thick in the privates. Yes, that it did. shit was incredible. <laughs> yes, it did. Randall makes me so angry, and then he'll bust out something <laughs> that's so good. And it's, it's almost like, are you tweeting out things to make me hate you because you know that you will do a fire promo in a week? Oh, my God. It was so fire. Yeah. It was really good. The day, yeah. that day. Randy Orton became presidential. <laughs> Today was the no. day Randy Orton no. became president. Not Randy, all lives matter, Orton. We're yeah. not doing this. Well, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> yeah. He did it. He Wait, found he, a way. He, he went that he went that route. T- they all are. Yeah, they they are. all are. He's They're, vocal well, about that, it. He's like fact, a little I cast. He, I think he might be blue lives matter. <laughs> Except oh, other than the worse. new other than the new day. Mm-hmm. I think they're all Republicans. I think probably fucking Titus is a Republican. Oh, sure. Like, they, they are, you know, that's that's who we're dealing with. His statement was really good. I loved his statement. Oh, I loved it with all my heart. Yeah. Yeah, his statement. T- Titus, Titus, Titus is the man. Titus. Titus used his whole phone battery He's to the, make this He thing. used all of that battery. Oh, it was on bright, flashing red. He used, oh, he, he used that whole bus ride. That was great. I love the, the fake baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was good. Miz using a good. fake baby. <laughs> to get heat, he's so good. He's so good. You know my yeah. problem with that segment. You have to know my problem with that segment. That you knew it was coming? No. That Why the fuck would Daniel Bryan want to come out there and fuck with the Miz and his kid? What babyface would want to fucking go fuck with somebody and their kid? Well, someone who has a baby. And who makes right. that such a big part of their public persona. Why would they want to get on the camera and say, why don't I come out there and say congratulations in person oh, that when baby. you're holding your kid? It's professional wrestling. I know, but there's still moral there's fucking logic, rudders, yeah. you know? It's a there's there's loose morality I nowadays. Know. I just like I because ultimately <laughs> it's either it makes him look uh hyper aggressive in a way I don't yeah. fuck with, or just dumb in a way I don't fuck with. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I just don't want to see Daniel Bryan do a mean thing. I just love him. Sure. I don't want to see him be bad. Because he's not. No, he's He's a defender of nice people. And he's never been bad.
not only was it's it a, a fake, fake baby, it's not right? only was like it a it's... fake baby, but the baby backstage was an actor. I like that line. <laughs> I did like that line. Anywhere nearby. I really liked that line a lot because that baby got a big pop when they showed him on camera. Sure. <laughs> so I liked it. Like he went back and erased that baby face pop that the baby got. The baby baby face. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Christ. What am I right? watching? Uh, I, th- we don't have it here on the script, but I just want to say that the. Andrade seeing Almas and Rusev match. First of all, Mwah. SmackDown was like all around a home run. Yes. It was all around a home run. Give me the Usos on commentary. I liked it. All day oh, yeah. long. Great tag match. The Rusev storyline continues to move along. Andrade seeing Almas uh, go, continues his way up the ladder. We have our <sighs> truth returning. Like a in a segment that actually made it made sense for Joe to beat him up. Joe he's versus like Styles is a fresh matchup. I, like I mean, it. it's yeah. He looks like he has not. Well, a, he looks like he's just coming into the company. I, in I, 2000. I, I have a very specific question about our truth in this segment. Yes, it's 2018. <laughs> yes, are they still allowing him <laughs> to add verses to his theme song? <laughs> is that what's happening? It's Was that a new? Fucking verse. I can't. T- verse I cannot weird. make out what he. It always just sounds like he's going. Simon in the morning. Well, it's hard because. What's up? To be fair, like he doesn't have a monitor, so yeah. he's always like a couple steps behind of what's happening. It's very frustrating. That's a really good reason not to rap, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know he also does the. Another good reason is because he was friends with Tupac, and maybe it's time to produce now. It's <laughs> yeah. been a minute. Yeah. I yep. love him. I love him. I he love is, him too. Yeah. I love him. I think his backstage segment. He is seventy. Years old. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes his <laughs> backstage old. segments get me through entire two-hour wrestling. Oh, programs. they really do. They are amazing. But like, he either did not know the words to the verse he did, or he did a new verse. And either way, I'm like, why is this happening? No, I think it was a new verse. And again, I think it's just a, like it, it's uh, when you don't have a monitor, and the only and the, so the music you're hearing is what's coming through. Yeah, a the speakers million, at yeah, the top the of the all stadium. The way down. Yeah. And so it doesn't. He's it's never on beat. I'm waiting for the day he does that. You can get with this. You can get with that. And then just forgets where he is and starts going engine, engine number <laughs> nine. <laughs> Your transit line. If that train goes off the tracks, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Oh, scene. Chris Clean. All right. Impact Wrestling. Are we really talking about Impact Wrestling? Is that really on the script? We're doing it very quickly because was this a misprint? Oh, this is you. You. This is dead. He saw it. I'm sure he saw a tweet. You tweeted about it. I just said it was good. And that's all I'm going to say now. Uh, watch Slammiversary. It was really fucking good. And the best thing that they've done, aside from get rid of Jeff Jarrett, um, one of the best things that they have done is bring in all this influx of new talent from AAA and mm. from Lucha. Um, watch it. The wrestling is genuinely really fucking good. All right. Let's talk about this at <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter and Instagram. Are we skipping the... Oh, oh yeah. Up next. <laughs> no! I Skipped. <laughs> Up next. Guess what we're going to do? Not putting things over. We're going to talk about the music of Jamie's favorite wrestler. That's what's coming up on I Tights. I'm excited for that. And... <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. <laughs> Fights. You are the dirt word. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't shit, pod dad. (laughs) And rolling. The news today is terrible, so why not forget about it while listening to Jonah Radio uh, with Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. Featuring Neil Mahoney. Also me. This is a podcast where we play music submitted by a listener. We hang out, we listen to new tunes, and uh, we take submissions at Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Come and check us out. We're here anyway. Yeah, we'll yeah. be here. So, and that's it. Back to your regularly scheduled uh, podcast. How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right. Dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah. I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to 
MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat Rocks. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Michael Eagle. And... Jamie Loftus. Yes! Entrance music can define a wrestler's entire career, and we like to take a look at one wrestler through the decades and how their music changed with them. This is Ringtones. One, two, this on? <laughs> Whether you knew him as the giant in WCW or the world's largest athlete or the big show, he is a Grand Slam champion with a 20-year career, and he's also Jamie Loftus' favorite wrestler. Before we get into the music... Uh-huh. Uh, why Big Show? Why did you connect with? Please him? tell me why. Please, goddamn oh, why? I just I Big Show is right up my alley in terms of I like he he just he has to take a lot of shit and <laughs> and, and does it as gracefully as I feel usually is possible. Uh, I uh, I mean it's like he's not he is not the best at what he does. I don't think there's any argument that he is the best at what he does. Um, but just like his whole story of like there were so many points in his career where he was almost taken seriously and almost went legit several different points in his mm-hmm. career and then always for whatever reason sometimes his fault sometimes not is sold out by the storylines given to him and and he just sort of becomes kind of this proppy kind of character um but seems to remain generally good-natured and and like just I don't know I just I lo- I love the Big Show and this the first time I saw the Big Show slowest entrance music of all time <laughs> just like a lumbering intro and sure. I was like this is my this is my fucking guy and I just like leached right onto him and I've never never let go wow well I let's, love him let's take a musical journey through the career of Paul White uh, he debuted. As many of you may remember, as a member of the Dungeon of Doom, <laughs> Kevin Sullivan's weird Halloween-based heel faction that also brought us Hugh Morris to counter Hulk Hogan. Hugh. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Morris. Hugh Morris. Was like Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Morris. Hugh, but humorous. Hugh. Say it, oh. say it. Yeah. If you say it fast. And he would laugh. It means something different than a name. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, a double entendre. Wrestling is an onion. My goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, he, his debut, he was touted as the son of Andre the Giant, and here was his theme. <laughs> oh, show. Oh, man, you know that menacing Andre the Giant? I mean, you know, he was always laughing. He was always laughing yeah. and stuff. <laughs> like, that's all we remember, Andre, right? Just like right? that mega yeah. evil laugh, just yes. Andre's evil son, and it's, yeah. it's, that's not show. Wasn't his first finisher he made you feel a bowl full of peeled grapes and filled it with eyeballs? <laughs> uh, uh. This is the witch's hair. Yeah. <laughs> is that all the spaghetti that we bought yesterday? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> at, at my school, they would get a cow's tongue from a deli, but like whole, and then you would touch the cow's tongue. And what would, would they just be like, this is a cow's They'd tongue? They'd be like, look at this tongue. And you're touching it? Look at this tongue, you stupid kid. What's you the point of the that? cow's tongue. Now you're going to get in the foot dark mouth. <laughs> This is not even music. No. You could just play this outside your house on Halloween. Yeah, you could just loop it. <laughs> this is what Randy heard when the cockroaches were on the... <laughs> right. <laughs> this went with their projections, you're right. <laughs> but soon he moved on from the menu music for Resident Evil 2. <laughs> and he had, a, uh, <laughs> he had the theme song, Choke Slam. This was, oh, his, no, that this was, was the, name the rest of, of his WCW run. This is going to be especially horrible. Oh, it's so Because yeah. he's, you know, he's, he's like, intentional. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like, remember in Mortal Kombat, the movie when Goro came out? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like on Beavis and Butthead if they went to the Monster Truck Rally. <laughs> this is yeah, the music yeah. that we'll play. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It sounds like if they made a TV show about wrestling and they yeah. needed theme music for somebody. <laughs> Glow 90s. Glow yeah. late 90s. Oh, I love the guitar solo. Mm. Yeah. Is this the era of show where he's like ripping cigarettes and like eating a full pizza before? No, like, that's NWO no. show. That's, okay, yeah. that's uh, NWO. NWO. Okay. 
I'm not gonna lie. That's this, peak show. This version of show could get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was kind of slim and had long hair and shit, and kind of didn't give a fuck after a while. Like a drop kick, he could move. Yeah. He's a basketball player. Right. And then he had a pituitary issue, and he got surgery, which is why he never got the full like Andre the, full, the Giant. Which is why he's brand. still yeah. with us. Yes, yeah. why right. he will That's live, literally why he's not dead. <laughs> hopefully, he will live a good long. I mean, he's, he's uh, what 47, 48 now. Giants yeah, don't typically live super long, so getting that healthy. taken care of. Yeah, no, and he's been taking he's got care of. Three he takes kids care of for himself. crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I I think that we look even in in wrestler years. If we get him until he's seventy, we're really lucky. Yeah. Oh jeez, I just got really sad. Uh, when he came to WWF, of course, he made his uh, debut at the 1999 St. Valentine's Day Massacre, emerging f- uh, through the ring and throwing Steve Austin out of the cage to the ground, giving him the win over Vince McMahon. Uh, this this was his first theme music when he wrestled uh, Steve Austin and lost. Here it is. It's called Massacre. What the fuck kind it's, of acid trip shit is this? It's yeah, like it's the weird. Dungeon of Doom and uh, and Chokeslam had a baby. <laughs> but Cho's never been, that's always like watching these clips, I'm like, he's never been scary. Like he's never even right. yeah, all of scary. These, all of these definitely sound like they are. They were sampled, um, or, or not sampled, but just like uh, uh, taken from people dragging various tools across a baseball field. <laughs> this sounds like a fucking uh, cut track from a Beastie Boys album or something. That's just, it's not, there's nothing happening there. It's, yeah, it's, calm down, Reznor. It's yeah, the opening, right? <laughs> it's the opening of Allentown played at half speed. <laughs> just another example of, of our Paul being given nothing to work with. Yeah. 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 Nothing to work Making with. Making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah. But just then, doing his best. Just add mayo. <laughs> just add mayo to it. <laughs> That's not how it works. It's that's, not that easy. This is not how that works. No, if it were that easy, it wouldn't be a phrase. <laughs> then they were like, hey, he's going to be the big show. Let's give him a song called Big. Uh, <laughs> and this may with be. With Tom, Tom Hanks. And... Yeah, it's yeah. it's just him uh, dancing around on a piano yeah. in F.A.O. Schwartz <laughs> with Robert Loja. Anyway, uh, you might notice some elements of a more familiar theme song coming into play here. Here is Big. Well. A little sharp. A this little is my sharp, favorite one. No, I like a it. Pitchy dog. It's a big bad show tonight, y'all. They hired like an alto for this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a high tenor, at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this new baritone bass one. Oh, I, li- I like it. I liked his voice the best, but the music was fucked up yeah. here because Johnston was putting that weird synth pad under everything yeah. that didn't belong. Well, because, look, he found Rage Against the Machine and he was never turning back. Yeah. Even when it didn't need it, when it's like this weird bluesy song, he's like, but... He made every song sound a little bit like Halloween. You know? <laughs> uh, after that, cut the music. Oh, I like that I nice. say that in the Why do they always hide these... They always hide these sick-ass fucking guitar solos and by, <clears> by the time we would be into the match... Well, right. you know, because the music of people who they consider probably will be main eventers, mm-hmm. they want to make them so that the song sounds good if that person was, like, winning the title at the end of a WrestleMania uh, match. So right. it goes long. And that's, like, when The Rock got that guitar solo on his shit yeah. was around that time when they were like, oh, he's a main eventer. So they, they, they look at it long form for that, and that's why that guitar solo comes in, like, later. Yeah. So that's further evidence that... Big Show was a player at some point. He oh, was especially like, oh, then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. He this was a big, like, big deal. <clears throat> yeah, he won his first title in the fall of 99. Yeah. yeah. Big Deal might have been a better name. It's fine. Big Deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the name Big Show because you get you get what you're given. You know, it's like he's he's big and then they, they, here's a show. Yeah. I <laughs> like it. Know, do you guys know what the, nah, I don't know how true this is, but the main reason people say why he's named Big Show? Because TBS. Was, yeah, TBS. Yeah. It was supposed to be a little jab at Ted Turner. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. I didn't know that. Sure. Some trivial trivia for you. <laughs> well, here's some more trivial trivia. In the year 2000, WWE released a remix CD with several of their popular themes being redone. Uh, you may remember the Run DMC version of the... The King DX. of Rock, y'all! <laughs> it's Mahomet, your job! <laughs> exactly. Uh, the big remix featured Mac-10, K-Mac, MC-8? 8. MC-8. MC-8. 
Thank you. Was there a G Ooh. missing from there? Or? On purpose, it's but that was one of the biggest. Oh, how we got to talk. Please later. tell me about <laughs> MCA. Okay, this this is the one thing. This is the one thing. MCA, <laughs> please. Who was an LA rapper? Who okay. was like you know a gangster rapper? He got in a beef with um, DJ Quick at one point. Okay, right? You know yeah. who DJ Quick is? I his name is okay. Familiar. You know DJ Quick? I'm he maybe sure doesn't. Do. He maybe doesn't. I might. But I might. They did. got they got in a huge beef, and. Uh, the fucking line that ended to shit was quick said something along the lines of like, your name's spelled like that because the G ain't in you. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. shit. Yeah, dude. MC8 <laughs> and Boo Capone. Is that yeah, right? That's I, right. Probably. I don't know him. <laughs> this was used in one pay-per-view in the that year was... 2000. I'm going to guess it was fully loaded. It was probably around when they did this. I rem- I, rem- I... I super remember that. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear all these rappers, please. Well, it's the big show. Oh shit! Oh. Did he come out to this once? Oh. One time. Okay, that guitar slap. Oh, what's this? Oh, that face you're making right now. That's <laughs> just. <laughs> Look, rap rock was a thing. Lean into it. It's not. It's not the. It's just like they didn't. They didn't produce the rappers at all. Like they didn't say, "Hey, only your first six bars are gonna be important here." So focus on those. They were like, "No, do 32." Yeah. You know. And so, like, there's a bunch of nothing happening. Really ramp us into it. Jesus. <laughs> all right. At least tell them what the expectations are. Like, yo, you're seriously, this is an entrance music. I need right. a whole episode about this alone. <laughs> I don't uh, see why we can't. Yeah. We went back to big. <laughs> there is enough. For another couple of years. And then uh, came the tag team of Jericho. Oh. You're familiar with Jericho, yeah, of, of course. course. I am, yes. Your favorite wrestler and my favorite wrestler uh-huh. in a tag team. Well, it, here's a question before oh, we... Really? before we Actually, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Because he's been paired with a bunch of different tag partners over time. Yeah. Did you have a favorite oh, yeah. tag team? That his? Show was a part of? Yeah, oh, Show Miz. Show Miz. Jericho. Undertaker I, and Big Show. Yeah. See, I, did, I liked... Something about Undertaker and Big Show, I, and I watched... So many of their matches, I never loved them. But I think that Undertaker was my favorite of the of the people he was paired up with. Mm. But he was paired up with mm. like everyone. He, Anyone. I just mm. it just always baffles me that like there there just reaches a point in time where they're like mm, show's a joke now. It makes yeah. me mad. Yeah. It makes me mad. I want justice for show. Justice for show. And then we get Knucklehead, and then we get all this 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 Shokishi. Yeah, Shokishi. Yeah. Oh, remember Shokishi? I do not. Sweet boy. When he it was after WrestleMania when he lost that he was That's... he lost his identity, so he would come to the ring oh, doing yeah. impressions of other. He did Shogun. I do remember Shogun. Yeah, I did enjoy his that feud with was... Kane. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I was at the WrestleMania where Big Show announced his intent to retire, and I was like, maybe I just won't watch this anymore. Oh, <laughs> this is such a sad end to like the whole assignment. I was like, I love Big Show. I would write about him all the time. I'd be like. Big Show, it, he's misunderstood and like all this stuff, and then he was just like, "I'm, I'm, I'm done." I was like, "You know he was what?" Like Jamie, me too. <laughs> it's just me and you now. <laughs> I tried Time to, to hang it up. I tried to contact him a lot of times. Oh <laughs> there. no! Listen, I did, and uh, he's busy. <laughs> well, it'll slow down when he when he actually retires. It's pretty slow yeah, now. And you guys can get retired. you guys can get lunch. I'm sure he's on the road though. He's probably sitting back. He there lives in Tampa. Road. He's you know. I'm yeah. sure he's not traveling. With got him a big right boat. He probably I'm certain he's not traveling. No, he's I'm sure a... he smokes cigars a lot. And yeah, he's he's vaping on the sea. He's vaping on the sea. <laughs> oh my God, vaping the, on the sea. The, the vape monster of the ocean. <laughs> the dream. Here's the Jericho theme, and this is also when he moved from single Jericho. strap to the two strap singlet. Mm. This is a little note. We'll break the walls down. No. 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 That's gross. I'm good. That's super gross. No. Wait. I'm good, love. Thank you. That's not a bad mix of them together. It's like if you put, put two flavors of ice cream that I like together that don't go together. That's, like which two? Uh. Uh, a butter pecan and strawberry or some shit. Yeah, like that's that's what that's like. That's gross. Mm. 
Or like a, uh, like coffee and tart. Yeah, like man. Yogurt. Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's try another Orange mashup. juice and toothpaste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you need them both, not at the same time. Yeah. You go wait a solid hour before the second one's introduced into your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see if you like this uh, mashup any better. This is Showmiz. So lazy. There was no thought put into it. It's literally clips. Yeah, four different songs started, and then they settled on both songs playing at yeah. once. And then they changed the key of the words "Big Show." I'm good. So that it matches. Big Show. Wait, let's do this. Let's try this as an experiment. Play it again, and let's see how many other wrestling themes we can add on top of it Ooh. right now. Ooh, Each like of it. us add, just pick a song. Let's see. Okay. We don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna oh, line up with one another shit. or not. All right, okay, ready? we gotta think of ones with words. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Okay. Start with you, Hal. Shit. Wait. All right. Go ahead and play. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Six months. Uh, iota. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all grown up. I'm. Burn it down! Oh, shit, my bad. Car crash! I'm starting to like her music a lot. I like it a lot. I'm starting to like it. Mike, were you trying to remember the shield, the NATO Sigma? Yes, that's what I was trying to do. I said Sigma, and then I said, like, Iota. I didn't know what H was. What is H? Hotel. Hotel. India, India, Echo, Lima, Delta. Delta. Uh, They're the actual um, military. No idea. I was just saying saying words that started with letters. All all I had. Sierra Hotel. (laughs) Some of y'all got hard just as I said that. (laughs) Well, let's let's talk about his current theme. Sure. It's called Crank It Up. Is it? It sure is. Oh, I'm so happy. Is this your favorite of all of them? This is this is my my first one. This is your oh, first one. You never forget the first theme song. Never yeah. forget the first theme song. All right, let's hear it. Crank it up. Well, it's a big show. I think the slowest of all of them, too. No, this is the one where they were like, oh, we wrote a blue song. <laughs> Wait, will you play blue? Will you play big now? Just play well, big real quick. That's so good. That's so good. Big show. That's it. Something's happening right there. It's the big bad show tonight. Okay, now crank. There's crank it up. There's dragging a possum. It's the beginning of Crank It Up. Well, it's a big show. <laughs> they're almost the same song. But they're they're almost the same song. This has got more chunking in it. This is slower. It's slower. Yeah. So yeah. they get yeah. more into the groove of it, yeah. but it's not as good. He's, yeah. he's older. He's got to move slower by the time this one comes. Mm, oh. Whoever sang this uh, definitely has a Christian rock band, right? Right? Yeah, right? Nickelba- oh, for Nickelback sure. Nickelback or Shinedown mm-hmm. or um, Jars of Clay. Yes. <laughs> and they get some harmonization here. So slow. Yeah. It's like almost as slow as like Black Hole Sun. It's wow. so uh, slow. I mean, Wouldn't it be great I if his don't... face stretched out like they did in Black Hole Sun? <laughs> I, I hate that they call him the big slow, but if you have someone whose body hurts a lot yeah. and they have to make it down to the ring, maybe give them a song that matches the pace they walk in. I'm moseying on down. <laughs> Or just get him just a little taking all scooter. my time yeah. to give the a, ring. Give Big Show a razor, an oversized razor. I love it. Give him it. a bird that he has to give unlock with his phone at the top of the ramp and yeah. then ride down. They don't make them sure. big enough. It wouldn't support him. He's he too get a custom. He could take two of them and use them as roller skates. <laughs> or put him in, the, you know, if he's Andre the Giant's son, put him in one of those ring carts. Yes, the use. ring yeah. carts. Yeah. yeah. While you guys are talking about his injury... Uh, that's why he switched from the choke slam to using the uh, the knockout punch more. 
because it was easier on his right. knees. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Oh, man, it's a good move. I, I mean, eventually, it's been a while since I've talked about show this much in detail. Ah, feels good. good. Welcome home. Feels Welcome good. Home. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Big Show or is or is uh, theme music that you want to put out there as the super fan? I wanted to cite my favorite Big Show clip, which was when I first got was like getting into wrestling. I reached out to people throughout my life who had been very into it, and I was like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. So, like, any information you have, because wrestling fans are more than willing to." Send Send you 500 links a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like reached out to a few people and, and I would get links all the time. And so I told my friend, and I was like, I, I, li- I think I like the big show. I think he's my favorite. And he's like, oh, you have to watch this. And so the first like big show feud I was really into was big show and big boss man. And there is, oh, there is, this is not a great era for big show, but there is an unbelievable uh, pro like, the, okay. The setup is Big Show is at his father's funeral. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Big Boss Man comes with yeah. a pickup truck and chains and chains Big Show's father's casket yeah. to his. Oh, it un- it's unforgettable. Dad, I love you. You're a good man. And everything I have in life, I've learned from you. Now, what in the hell is that? It's oh, yeah. my favorite thing I've ever seen. That's I know like, everyone's seen it, but it's my favorite thing I've ever it, seen. It, I had to explain to people at the time, like, because folks were still, like, torn as to what was real and fake in wrestling, even though it was very obvious. And once that happened, someone was like, well, that's just blasphemy, so it must be fake. Right. I mean, that is, <laughs> is that the line of, like, that can't pause? But I think you can yeah, also. Yeah, not, not crucifying Stephanie McMahon. You can also draw a line directly from that scene where I would argue Big Show's tears are very compelling. Sure. He's a good crier. He was he, he was, was he actor. was openly weeping and yeah. the woman playing his mother was didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> it was uh, but you can draw a direct line from that to my other favorite show uh media which is uh Knucklehead which came out in 2010 is a movie about Big Show as a uh, 35-year-old orphan who lives at an orphanage right. and has a 10-year-old friend mm-hmm. and they go on the lamb and it, there's a 45-minute there's a fart, like, sharding sequence that takes place on a Wait, wait, bus. wait, wait. How many minutes? It's really long. It's not 45 minutes. It's okay. at least 10 minutes. That's though. a lot of sharding. I'm into it. Just it's a lot. And, and it's a lot. Of, I mean, Big Show's like mugging through it. I mean, he's a, I would say he's a talented comic actor. Also, he's in the music video for Thong Song. And that's... Oh. And he's in strength. The Water Boy. Yep. Yes, he is in The Water Boy. He's, he's very funny in that, too. He's a cameo boy. He's great. I want to make two requests of the Nation of Conversation. Number one, we need legitimate championship belts to use in our pictures. If you see... If you, when you see the picture for this week, I'm holding a, a Nintendo Wii microphone. Mike's holding his fanny pack. Which is a fucking title belt. Fuck you. It's not a title <laughs> belt. It is, goddammit. It is your own title belt, That's but right. we need official title belts, like like legit ones. So somebody out there who is very... Where's the Horatio Alger story for Tights and Fights, <laughs> where mm-hmm. some rich benefactor gives us all belts? Let's make that happen. Number two, I need somebody to take the video clip of uh, when Big Show jumps on the casket and gets dragged behind it. Yeah. And I need you to, to mute it. And then add the music, uh, the version of Power Love that plays at the beginning of Back to the Future when Marty McFly is sketching around Hill Valley. <laughs> I need that desperately in my life, please. <laughs> what is your favorite Big Show moment? Uh, let us know about it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tights fights. Tweet to us about it. We're at tights fights there. Or why don't you take a picture of your favorite Big Show moment? It could be him. Body surfing on that casket, for all we know. That's that's the one Jamie's putting up there. Tag us, at Tights Fights on Instagram. That is it for this week on Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. My apologies to Danielle that we didn't have time to get to the three count. Boo! I'll post them online. <laughs> Our hosts were Danielle Radford and Mike Eagle, along with me, Hal Lublin. Our guest has been Jamie Loftus. Thank you so much for joining us. Let us know. What are you up to? Where do you want people to find you online? G- give us all the details. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. And then I have a show on Super Deluxe called uh, Robot Takeover. 
that you want to talk to. Fantastic. Robot Takeover on Super Deluxe. You heard it. Now go watch it. Uh, I had a show last night. I hope you were in Dynasty Typewriter to see it. Another one coming in August. Me and my work juice buddies improvising for your comedy uh, pleasure. Mike, Danielle, you're, you're the busy ones. What's, what's going on? Um, no, it's not super busy right now. Um, follow me on my Twitter to see all of the cool things I'm doing. As per usual, tomorrow I will be doing SJU. Um, in the this will have already happened, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, follow me on my Twitter, and I will put all of the cool things that I am doing. Also, continue to follow me on Instagram. Y'all are kind of killing it at that. And a lot of you, I think, are sending me Facebook requests. I'm, like, never on Facebook anymore. You can add my uh, fan page, and I'll get better at, at posting and doing things on there. But, like... I really, I, I'm never on Facebook anymore, so I never see requests. It, I'm way better on Twitter, on Insta, and then I'll try to pay more attention to my fan page. Mike, when are you in Montreal? That's soon, yeah? Yeah, this weekend, uh, we're doing two live New Negro shows on Yay! Friday and Saturday Yay! night in Montreal. Um, some very cool lineups on those. And then um, August 17th in Brooklyn at a place called Elsewhere Zone. That's the weekend of SummerSlam. I'm doing a wrestling-themed rap show with our friend Mega Ran. So, Tights and fights Tights and fights Can I, if I record something... I'm not, no. Will you work it into the show? <laughs> I'm not gonna. Why? Because I know what it is. No, you don't. Yes, you I don't do. know. It won't be the WrestleMania oh, 10 rap. Do you think it really won't? And no, it really won't. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, you tell me what, what would be helpful... I just want to be at the show and I can't be there. Oh, I want to okay. be like it would be an honor for me to be part oh, of something. Oh, I thought you, you were did. trying to insert something I didn't want. No, no, All that right. is going to be a collaboration between you and me. Mm-hmm. And that is going to happen at some point. We okay. will do it. Either well. you do it or I'll do it. <laughs> Either way. Or well, we'll all do it. Oh, y'all do it. I just won't listen to it. That's fine. <laughs> Mo, Oscar, fine. Mabel, there were three of them. Oh, Jamie, you down? Rap? They want to rap? Uh, yeah, no. I, I, could do I don't want to rap oh, as much as I feel like I'm being forced to rap. You just volunteer yeah, to rap. this is a small room. So were Mo, yeah. Oscar, and Mabel. They were being forced to rap. <laughs> oh, art imitates but, life. But those are my my two things. Montreal and Brooklyn. So, And, and especially to our wrestling uh Fans out there, if you're in the Brooklyn area, come on August 17th to Elsewhere Zone 1 for this wrestling rap show. There's there's a few uh, rap songs that are about wrestling that I wrote that only happen in these sorts of contexts. Yay! So yeah. if you want to see those, come hit that show up. That's exciting. Our producer is the holder of the black and brown crown, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends and leave a review. Let's get that merch. Make Pod Dad proud. Thank you so much to the Maximum Fun members who have a portion of their monthly recurring contribution. Go towards the show. Keep the lights on when we're here. We sure do appreciate it. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.